Hello, welcome to Plants for the People, People for the Plants. I'm Olivia Birch here today introducing Calendula, a bright sunny flower with much to offer medicinally, who I mentioned many times in the recent series introducing herbal first aid. In first aid situations, I mentioned calendula for burns, wounds, and rashes, but in all honesty, calendula has a lot more going on and so much to offer. Briefly said, calendula is antiseptic, antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, astringent, and a diaphoretic. It tastes bitter, pungent, sweet, salty, resinous, and astringent. These tastes give away calendula's many profound actions in the body, which we will get into just a bit here. Calendula is generally recognized as native to the Mediterranean region of Europe. It is a small, bushy, cool-weather plant that, in its native habitat, blooms all through the growing season. Calendula has oblong, yellow-green, resinous, hairy leaves that grow alternately along the stem. Their blooms are bright yellow, with large yellow petals arranged around a floral disc in the center, characteristic of the composite family. There are many cultivars, and only Calendula officinalis has a history of use medicinally as well as for food. Calendula gets its name from the Latin calends for calendar and the first of the month, which is appropriate because it blooms at least monthly in the growing season. Personally, I think Calendula is a wonderful addition to any garden, regardless of interest in herbal medicine or not. They are bright and inviting to pollinators, bloom throughout the entire season, and keep some pests away with their resins. Calendula prefers full sun to part shade. They like average soil and don't have many specific soil needs other than good drainage. In hotter climates like the southern United States, they will definitely benefit from some afternoon shade. In the right climate, calendula will bloom from June to November, but in hotter places, blooms may not last the summer. They are most commonly found in gardens, cultivated, but also they like wastelands, roadsides, and the edges of villages. Medicinally, the flowers are sought after and harvested. Matthew Wood notes that the fresh flowers will make a watery extract, so it is better to dry them for their medicinal use. After drying the flowers or leaves, which are much less commonly applied, they can be tinctured, infused, or made into an ointment. Calendula is rather resinous, so when preparing a tincture, it is important to steep them in a high-proof alcohol, which will extract these resins. Folks recommend harvesting the flowers in the heat of the day when the plant resins are at their height and the flowers are still open to the sun's rays, but the dew is gone. This plant can bloom from June to November, dependent on climate and region. Both the flowers and leaves are suitable for direct external or internal applications. Generally, calendula is indicated in cases with an unresolved infection. A patient might have a deep cough with yellow to green sticky mucus. Many indicators of calendula include yellowness of tissues or excrements. A person whose appearance might indicate the need for calendula may have yellow around their eyes, or their eyes look tired, or they have a generally yellow complexion with a red and dry face. Specifically, a person who needs calendula will have a puffy tongue with red or pink papier along the sides, which indicates an unresolved lymphatic inflammation. Calendula can also help in cases of gum disease, stomach irritation, ulcers, and hemorrhoids. And following the yellow clues, calendula can be recommended for a sluggish liver. This is due to both calendula's 
bitterness, which encourages bile excretion, and the liver being associated with the color yellow from bile, which it excretes. This association follows through to yellow flowers on plants being associated with the liver. Calendula has yellow flowers and has an affinity for moving stuck fluids in the body, often yellow, out or to the surface. Our livers also need to function properly and excrete bile so our digestion and therefore bodies receive proper nutrition and we can be energized by our food. Being pungent and diaphoretic, calendula can also be a fever remedy, helping our pores open up and allowing us to sweat out the fever. Calendula is generally wonderful for skin troubles of all kinds and is a great skin healer. Calendula has astringent and anti-inflammatory properties and is a popular remedy for skin and mucous membrane inflammation such as leg ulcers, boils, bed sores, gum inflammation, and rashes of many kinds. Calendula was once a popular wound remedy as well. Calendula can topically treat measles, acne, even frostbite, anything red, tender, swelling, dry on the outside of the body. Also is useful for diaper rash and still commonly found as part of everyday diaper rash ointments found over the counter. Similarly, calendula is said to allay vaginal yeast infections and can be applied as an oil, wash, or in a yoni steam. They can prevent and lessen scar tissue formation as well. As a burn remedy, it is important to imply calendula's medicine as a tincture or a tea wash since the oil in a salve could cause it to burn the skin even more. Beyond medicine, calendula has the nickname poor man's saffron because it is a widespread ingredient for food coloring and flavoring. It was once commonly included to color butter, cheese, custard, bread, cookies, soup, and even rice dishes. Calendula flowers can also make dye for fabric and hair. The flowers and leaves could be added to salads as well. Flowers bring a pop of color to salads and the greens have a bitter flavor close to that of dandelion leaf. Well, that wraps it up for today, folks. Thank you for listening again on WDRT Community Radio. Here's to another wonderful plant for wonderful people. Contact me at ORP1015 at gmail.com with questions, suggestions, or your general enthusiasm. Take care.